0: Zero.
1: T Row in the Morning Show, Toby and TJ back with you on this Tuesday morning, June 20th. Been remembering our great friend George Frazier today and uh, some other stuff going on. Oh, are you back in, uh, on the field at the College World Series today? An elimination game against TCU coming up at 1 o'clock. We got another one tonight at 6 LSU in Tennessee. We have lost Virginia and Stanford so far. We'll be down to the final four after today, assuming weather cooperates. Uh, it is, let's see, you got Wake Forest and Florida that are in the Catbird seats. Those are the two teams that are 2-0 and and then uh, two elimination games today. So we'll be down to the final four after today. All right, uh, one very contentious. Close. Loser, you're a loser. Daily draft in the books. Yesterday, I came out barely victorious in the all time favorite musicians from Oklahoma, greatest musicians from Oklahoma draft. Yesterday, 54% to 46%. Thank you to the uh, thousands that uh, participated. We got another fun one for you today, I think. I don't know. This one uh, might be slightly less contentious i'm not sure we'll see i never know for
2: sure no no everything is in today's world stop
1: one of these people we're about to draft probably either voted republican or democrat at one point in their life tj or has been spotted in a red or blue shirt so we're probably going to bring up something controversial here but i don't know any of that stuff so i I, uh, this is tough for me i uh I got the number one pick by virtue of winning yesterday, and I, I think I've settled on who I, I'm going to take, but I, I have.
2: I'm going to say sweated. you are in the uh, catbird seat here.
1: That's the second reference to a catbird seat in this segment. There's, you think there's an obvious I think number there's, one? I think there's an obvious
2: three, so you'll get two of the three if what I
1: believe is true. So, I would say I have expanded that to a top five. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see how it plays out, and then we'll talk about it on the backside. Um, any questions before we get going here, TJ? All-time national sports media personalities. So again, this could be talk show hosts. It could be ESPN personalities. It could be play-by-play guys. It could be color analysts. We're not. This is. We're not drafting Oklahomans. In fact, I, I hope TJ, you don't have any you know, OU guys on your list or anything like that. This is national.
2: I practice. don't, so that's why I was about to ask you. You're not going to play at the heartstrings of Sooner Nation today, are you? No.
1: Okay. No, I do not play. on the we dedicate drafting. it to him
2: then. Today's draft is dedicated. Yes, we will so dedicate to the draft Frazier. to George Frazier. Yes.
1: Uh, absolutely, and uh, I am not going to draft uh, Teddy and No, Lehman. I
2: had you on the list, and I scratched you off because you didn't take the Cardinals job, so otherwise you would have been on I there. there.
1: I, not, I would not <laughs> interview for the Cardinals job. <laughs>
2: can you imagine after everything I've said about the Cardinals? I would, I would send you a Longhorn gift card for a congratulation gift. There you
1: go. That would be the all time hypocrisy. (laughs) All right, here we go. First pick all time national sports media personalities. Um, I'm going to play this, you know, kind of like I did yesterday. I think kind of like you intended to yesterday. I'm just going with my favorites here. And, and uh, if it plays well, it plays well. We shall see. I I have a, an affinity for the art of play-by-play, and so I am probably uh, drawn more toward that than uh, you know some of the other stuff. So we'll see what my team ends up looking like. But right out of the box, I'm going that direction. TJ, I'm going to take. The man I consider to be the goat, Vince Scully, uh, with my number one uh, overall pick.
2: I didn't even have him on my list. No, I'm joking. What?
1: That was that. I'm joking. He
2: was one of the three I was talking about. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. Right, hang on, hang on. I, I I meant to do this. Uh, let's see. This is uh, my favorite all-time, Vince Scully. Call. But
2: the game right now is at the plate.
1: 1988, World Series. High fly ball. Kurt Gibson.
3: In a year that has been so improbable, the impossible has happened.
1: I always play this highlight with my class every year. Um, You know, there are, there are, uh, we talked about this with Chris the other day, there are calls that you can see coming. Uh, mm-hmm. you're going to win a World Series or somebody's going to set a record and you could think about it in advance. And it's great to nail those, like Chris did with the OU softball team this year, winning the World Series again. The ones that always flabbergast me are the spontaneous moments when an announcer nails it. And nobody had any inkling that Kurt Gibson was going to even play in this game, much less hit a walk-off home run. And he has about five seconds there to think of poetry. Like, that's poetry. Like, he the, the ball leaves, and he thinks about He lets the crowd carry it for five seconds, and then he goes, in a year of the improbable, the impossible has happened. That's poetry, man. Right off the top of his head. Just a uh, dream. So, Vince Scully, number one.
2: Have you uh, – I am a massive fan of the site Baseballism, and I have a lot of their clothing. Have you ordered any of the Vin Scully clothing that they have? No. Oh, it's great. i they pulled have the some trigger. of his quotes on yeah, them? Yeah, I've almost pulled the trigger on a few of the shirts, and that quote's on one, and I think it's the one with the mic you on the front, and it says Vin along the mic, and then on the back it has the saying, I think that's the shirt that has that. They've enough, got some great
1: a, Vin stuff. Th- that That call, I think about it all the time. Like, nailing a call in a spontaneous, iconic moment like that is the hardest thing to do in this profession. And that may be the greatest I've ever heard. There's another example. I'm not going to say it yet because I might draft this other person. There's another example that's similar to that where I'm like, holy cow, how did you think of that? Okay, go ahead, TJ. Uh,
2: He was great in uh, for love of the game, too, uh, calling Billy Chappell's no-hitter. My first selection, I am going to go with... Howard Cosell, nice, nice. My first pick.
1: A character. How much do you and, remember, uh, Howard? I I, so, I have some vague early memories of Howard.
2: I I do have memories of him, and it's because of my grandpa. I I remember for yeah. whatever reason I tied to my grandpa with him having whatever you know, mostly Monday Night Football and some other things on that I just remember Howard. I remember Howard stood out to me as a kid, but he I t- ties back to my grandpa. So, my pawpaw. I so. think,
1: like, he called everything. He mm-hmm. was uh, argumentative, contentious. It sounds like nobody liked working with him. But, like, he was the guy in every sport. And I think maybe his boxing stuff is what yes, Muhammad he Ali, like, became most yeah. famous for. But, yeah, uh, just in the, in the early stages, earlier stages of this medium. Uh, he was it. I mean, he was the king. Uh, and yeah, fascinating. Good pick. Okay, I've only got two clips. Don't worry, I'm not going to play these for all my picks, but I'm going to go here then for number two.
3: Now they're inside now, but inside isn't in the middle or on top. That's underneath, I think, isn't it? Yes, it is. I mean, if you look at that thing, yeah, I never. Figured, I, I couldn't see. They're down in here in this group here. I think they are. I hope they are. I don't That's know they why they didn't get up above. Or something. I don't know why <laughs>
1: John. Bam.
3: Man, I was
1: hoping you'd go a different direction.
3: Ah
1: I'm gonna take John Madden. Ah. At number two. You gotta be pretty good to get your own video ah. game, TJ. Another another guy that we uh lost recently. Uh Vince Goley and John Madden within the last year, two years, year? Pretty pretty recently. Like a decade ago,
2: yeah.
1: Well it probably was. <laughs>
3: Probably, great but.
2: pick, great pick. Um, I too, I'm going to go with a character then for my next pick. This guy, I was not a fan of his team, but I would tune in every day during the summer growing up oh, just to man. hear him call a game. I'm going Harry Carey. Oh,
1: with great! My next pick. I was hoping you'd forget about Harry. Oh, great! The pick. first name I wrote down was Harry Carey. Harry Carey. Oh man, he did. He was the ultimate entertainer, right? Yes. Like, Nothing was proper about Harry. No, he would not have a job in today's world. No, He would have already
2: been removed from the
1: broadcast booth. No chance he would have a job today. like, openly drinking Budweiser on the air during a game and uh, mispronouncing everything and getting – but you could not miss a Harry Carey broadcast. I mean, it was must-see TV. Great pick. I was hoping you'd forget about Harry. Boy, look at the look at the four guys so far, teacher. Man. Legends. Legends. <sighs> okay, all right. Well, it, now is when it starts to get tougher. Um, I'm debating between a couple here. With my third pick, all time national sports media personalities. All time. I am going to go at number three with the first kind of modern day pick. Guy who's still on the air now. I'm going with the round mound ah! of rebounds. Charles Barkley at number yeah, three. Yeah,
2: he just took this thing. Dad, Dadgummit, I didn't think you would go that early with him. He was my next pick.
1: Ah! It's hard to be unique. It's hard to be unique, and uh, nobody's ever done it like Chuck.
2: Chuck has turned into one of the all-time great media personalities, like yeah. more so than his Hall of Fame basketball career, I think.
1: The only guy that will get drafted today who I got his autograph, Charles Barkley. Oh, really? I was a little kid. uh, High school, I guess, not a little kid. (sighs) High school, Indianapolis Airport. My dad and I flying somewhere, and we saw Charles Barkley Mm. at at a restaurant. I wouldn't do this this day and age and probably shouldn't have done it then, but I was enamored. He was playing for the Phoenix Suns. It was during the Suns-Bulls battles, you know. And uh, my dad said, you should go ask him for his autograph. And I was like, yeah. He's like, when are you ever going to see Charles Barkley again? So I went and asked him for his autograph. And he was very nice. Very nice. I do not have it, though. I don't know where game. it is. Thrown
2: me off my game at this point.
1: <sighs> Gather yourself. You're <sighs> all right. Here we go. Rally, man. Rally.
2: All right. With my next pick. You are looking live! <laughs> also, um, actually, he still is, but I don't know how he is still on the air in today's world, but I'm going to Brent Musburger with my next pick. I think had he just started his career recently, he would not be on
1: the air any longer. So, Well, he would hint. I think maybe <laughs> now more than ever he's accepted.
2: Because so.
1: he would hint at gambling. Right, back in the day, and now you can just open the talk gambling, about it. pick out coeds in the stands. I mean, he did it all. Yeah. So, well, we we've talked about it before. Whether you liked him or hated him, the game felt bigger when Brent Musburger was calling it. Right when you would have that opening scene and he'd say, "You are looking live at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas, Texas," it just felt like a big game, and like we don't feel that with Chris Fowler or you know other mm-hmm. people in the right stand. i right. shouldn't say that maybe you're about to draft chris fowler i don't know but no he was in i lied i uh i said i was not going to play another clip i am going to play another clip my fourth pick in the draft will be maybe the single most famous call in uh, American sports broadcasting history, do you believe in miracles? I'm going to take Al Michaels at number Great four. Pick. Still doing Great it. Pick. Still getting it done. How old is Al Michaels now? Early 80s. Early 80s. Early 80s, I think. He, that is a guy. Used to be the voice of the Cincinnati Reds. Did you know that, TJ? Uh, Yeah, I remember hearing he that. He was the mm-hmm. Reds play-by-play guy who uh, left – and that's who Marty Brenneman took over for and then went for 40 years. He was only there for a couple of years. He is 78. Oh, I thought he had already
2: turned 80. He's younger than 78. I thought.
1: All different sports and uh, has been a master for a long time.
2: All right. With my next pick. Oh, Nelly. Oh, good and one. I'm going Keith Jackson. Great pick. Next pick. Oh, great Another pick, guy yeah. that made you feel like something big yes. was about to happen when you heard him on the air. I
1: was hoping I could get him at five. Great pick. Uh, the Rose Bowl is what I always mm-hmm. associate Keith Jackson with. Although, you go back and watch those OU Nebraska battles of the 70s. it's oh, They're almost all with Keith Jackson on the call. Um, uh, he was, yeah, that voice, man. Alabama boy i mean this is a powerhouse draft tj one pick remaining each huh that's right hmm. that's how the math works
2: hmm. Man.
1: this is tough
2: i can't believe you haven't taken colin cowherd yet would you just Not take yet. him already I'm
1: considering right now i'm gonna tell you who i'm considering okay <laughs> considering cowherd fine billis Stephen A and Skip those are the five I'm considering right now. Uh that guy is probably the right answer, but I don't know that I like him that much. Uh, man, there's going to be some we're going to get you're, we're going to get some criticism over not drafting some people. Okay, with my fifth and final selection All-time national sports media personalities. I am going to select Bob Costas. Hmm. Interesting. Olympics. Interesting. Baseball. Been doing it for decades. One of the goats. Bob Costas. Great pick. Great Thank pick. You. I don't know if it's where
2: I would have gone. That. Uh. Hmm. This is it. You got the final shot. Bottom of the ninth? (sighs) Man, there are a lot of names on this list that I like. One of them I think deserves to be picked, but I know people find him annoying as well.
1: (laughs) I told you uh, you couldn't pick me, okay?
2: You know what? I'm looking down this list. I'm writing it down now. I don't have Bob on here. How about that? Hmm. can't take Peyton now. He drank a Bud Light yesterday. (laughs) 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 I am going to do it. I know he annoys people, but I think he's legendary. He's an entertainer. Uh I'm going Dick Vitale with my last pick. I consider Ah. Dick,
1: yeah. Yeah, Boy, there are I, names
2: on here I really like, I should,
1: though. Uh, so we just drafted 10 Hall of Famers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first ballot Hall of Famers.
2: We went with most all play-by-play and color analysts. We didn't take, like, any—oh,
1: no, you took Charles. Uh, so Charles right. will be a studio host. I yeah. don't think—I mean, Costas has done some play-by-play. I think he's better known as a host, Yeah, probably, sure. Yeah, like an Olymp- Olympic studio host. The rest of them mostly yeah, play-by-play I had, guys. I
2: had Dan Patrick on my list. I had Stuart Scott. You know, those guys— Loved by a lot of people. Sure. Deserved to be uh, picked. I had Craig Sager down, but I didn't think out of 10, I don't know that Craig deserves it, even though, man, he was legendary mm-hmm. in the jackets sure. and how loved he was in the NBA community. So Marv Albert and Gus. Gus Johnson guy, was on yeah. my list. Mm-hmm.
1: Chris Berman. Um, This name will surprise Mar- you that Marv I have Robert, here. Said- David
2: Faraday I have on my list. Yeah, I
1: like him. Doc Emmerich is one of the all-time great play-by-play guys, but he does hockey. Yeah. So I didn't know how well that would go over. Jack Buck. uh, There's got a lot of Cardinal fans out there that are probably screaming right now. The great Jack Buck. Dick Inberg. Pat Summerall. Here's the other guy, uh, Vern Lundquist. That's the other call that I always think about. Uh, You know, I mentioned the poetry in a spontaneous moment like uh, Ben Scully had. The Vern Lundquist call of the Tiger Woods chip-in on 16 oh, at Augusta, yeah. mm-hmm. where the ball just sits on the lip and you can see the Nike logo. Uh, Vern, if you remember, did that cruise, that Big 12 cruise, the Alaskan cruise a yes. few years ago. Yes. And I asked him about that. <laughs> I can picture him on a cruise. Yeah, too. yeah. Can't you? Yeah. <laughs> he, he The call there was, in your life, Have you ever seen anything like that? And he punches, in your life! Have you ever seen... What's funny with a lot of
2: these that you've brought up... Kids, you've got access to the whole world on a computer with YouTube and everything else. I had this book that had all these calls in it. It's a big gold book. I probably still have it somewhere. I may have gotten rid of it by now. And in the back... There was a white sleeve with a CD in it that had all the calls on it, and that was one of them, and the Al Michaels, and a couple of these that you have played, Vince Gulley, and I, that's how I had access to those things back in the day. They were on a CD in the back of this book that I had of great calls in sports history.
1: That's Yeah, and you'd listen to them. Yeah, over and
2: I, over over, right? I would put it if in the CD player and listen to them. The entire place here. This, is.
1: this is Tiger.
0: All, back. All, back. All, back.
3: All back. oh my goodness. Oh my In your life have you seen anything like that? I, I I
1: I was I'm I'm flabbergasted by that because most people would say Have you ever seen anything like that in your life? And that would have still been a great call. Mm -hmm. But like he started it in the middle of the sentence, and he's like, "In your life, have you ever?" I was like, "Why did you start? Like, why did you start in the middle of the sentence? Why? Because it made it twice as good. Because he said it like that. In your life, shortened it and made it like. Why did you say that? He goes, "I have no idea. That's just what came out of my mouth." I'm like, "That's the difference between genius and the." millions of the rest of us that are trying to do this is that's what comes to Vince Scully and Vern Lundquist's minds in in those iconic moments.
3: All right. I'll put it up on Twitter. Who won the draft today? We'll be back. The T-Row in the morning show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best.
2: Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. Short segment here. R.K. Blatt brings you this hour. We went on and on with our draft today. We apologize to the affiliates. Uh, been in business since 1952. R.K. Blatt helping your small business out there. 405-943-9800 or rkblatt.com. I will say I received a uh, message from uh, Brock Hoss, uh, cousin of Boss Hog, uh, asking about his Corn Fairy uh, winnings yesterday, the Inside the Rope Um, we, uh, Brian has spoke to the uh, Corn Ferry representatives this morning. They are processing those right now as we speak and sending those out. So you should receive those today if you haven't received them already. Um, so they said, too, you may check your spam and junk mail if you were the winners of one of those, be it our show or Steely or The Rush in the afternoon, because sometimes it will show up in the uh, junk spam mail area. Uh, so they are working on those and processing them right now if you won any of those tickets earlier in the week. Um, All right. Let's Very see good. That's couple. coming up
1: uh, quick. A couple of days away now.
2: Let's see. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Glad you mentioned that book, TJ. My son has one. Um, I think that book may be in my office up here at the station, or it used to be. I don't, I don't even know where I have it right now. Um, play-by-play calls on it? Yeah. This uh, text is in their list. Uh, this guy I considered... It's in a whole list of five. Uh, Bob Euchre is their number one, and I did consider him uh, Bob, Bob Uecker. He was a great personality. How did
1: we not draft Bob Um Uecker?
2: Stuart Scott, mm. Dan Patrick's yep. hair, George, yeah. Michael's <laughs> George Michael's sports machine. George Michael sports machine. Remember that back and, in the day? I do remember that. And dodgeball announcers Cotton and Pepper are <laughs> on his list Yeah, that's body. great. That's great. Uh, Clearwater Suitor says, can't believe nobody uh, picked Bob Stoops. He was fantastic on Fox Big Noon Kickoff.
1: <laughs> he was. <laughs> we remember we, we, we uh, agreed no Sooners. Otherwise, Bob would have clearly been the number one overall pick.
2: Uh, this says, uh, Keith Jackson with a question mark. I drafted Keith. Uh, he's off the table. Yeah. Uh, several others
1: for Bob Euchre. Oh, uh, Bob Euchre. Should have been drafted. I don't know who I would bump off, but that's uh, an omission. No Doug Gottlieb? Uh, that must have been sent in by uh, Traber. He's in another draft that we'll have at some point this summer, Teej. Uh This guy... The, the draft of uh, media personalities who have borrowed my makeup at some point. <laughs> We're going to have that draft. This guy
2: I would not have drafted. I'm just not a fan of him. I know how popular or how big of a presence he was in sports media history. But this person says, no Chris Berman. He was basically the birth of ESPN, right? Yeah, Yeah. he was, but I just, I don't know. He became this annoying character of himself to me in the last several years. It was a long run, too, and ESPN held on to him, and I think they turned him into something that he really wasn't. I think back in the day, he was really good at what he did, and then he became a character of himself, which is, I think, what ESPN does a lot to their personalities. And I think Berman was the— a victim of that, I think.
1: I'm fonder of him than, than you are. I mean that that Sunday night show with Tom, uh, Tom uh, Jackson. Tom Jackson. Before we had instant, before we had the internet and instantaneous access to, you know, everything was going on. We didn't know, and that was Can't Miss TV, the ability to see the highlights from all the NFL games was you know we're all playing it's the early stages of fantasy football right so you don't really know if your guys have scored or not and you you watching the highlight show that night yeah yes he scored you know and and the way he would deliver it the nicknames he would give everybody i loved chris Berman back I, in the i day, did now. back
2: in the day as well yeah yeah i think what got to me the finally home the, the home run, run is derby always better with him the home run derby though by the end for me was too many overkill, back, back, overkill. Too many back to back to back to back to back. Yeah. So, uh, no Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw was great. How about Jason Garrett when he was on NBC?
1: <laughs> <Here> we go. <laughs> We're going to get a bunch of team C's again today. <laughs> I know. How come you didn't draft the Flaming Lips? Kevin Harlan. Kevin Harlan is, for my money, the best play-by-play guy going today. Going today. If Kevin Harlan is on my radio, especially, he's good on TV. If he's on my radio, I will listen to any game Kevin Harlan is calling. (laughs) Ball four. fantastic. Ball eight. Ball 12. Ed Vaughn has
2: walked the bases loaded. Hard to believe these guys are laying off these pitches that close. (laughs) Now, Euchre was great. I I had him on my list, was going to take him, and uh,
1: went vital instead. So maybe that was a mistake. We'll we'll see. Euchre should have gone. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to add him to my team. I'm going to add Bob. <laughs> I I loved that too yesterday.
2: Hey, team. just add uh, Leon Russell to Team A, and then it's a winner by far.
1: That's why I'm voting that. Well, you can't add it to it. Why don't you take this guy off that team and put him on that team? <laughs> why don't you guys? What are you guys thinking? All right, you can vote now. I got the poll up on Twitter. Who won today's daily draft? All-time national sports media personalities. My team: Vince Scully, John Madden, Charles Barkley, Al Michaels, and Bob Costas. TJ's team, Howard Cosell, Harry Carey, Brent Musburger, Keith Jackson, and Dick Vitale. That is a
3: strong field right there. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510.
1: You're a Thunder fan. Get ready. We are... Two days away from the NBA draft, and I cannot find any Thunder trade rumors out there, TJ. Which, you know what that means. The Thunder are definitely working a trade. Right. 12 pick, all kinds of assets. Presti's got his eye on somebody. They are angling to move up. So get ready. That is how it works with Sam Presti. If you're hearing a bunch of scuttlebutt, it ain't happening. But it all is quiet right now on the Western front. And uh, I think that means he's about to work something. Uh, there is some news in the Thunder uh, domain. European superstar Vasilia Michich, I don't know if I'm saying that name right, either one of them two-time EuroLeague MVP, the Thunder own his rights. They took him a few years back, and he's been playing in Europe, kind of stashed away. He is a point guard. Uh, He's here, according to reports. He is in Oklahoma City and uh, kind of a big point guard. And so there is speculation that either – They're going to add him to the squad in some capacity. Obviously, they already have a point guard, so maybe as a reserve role or just added depth or whatever the case may be, or that he could be a part of some sort of a trade package. Uh, I've never seen Vasily Michich in my life, but apparently he's a heck of a player. And uh, they kind of grabbed his rights a few years ago and haven't, Needed him, and uh, now they brought him over, and we'll see. They could send him right back, but uh, two days away from the NBA draft, and uh, it is a good one. It is a good deep draft with a star at the top. Did you see the thing that they had on Sports Center? I saw it this morning. I guess it was on last night uh, about the LeBron James draft um, with uh, Jerry West. Um, I don't know. I may have heard it, this story. I,
2: I remember something about this, but I don't remember, think it was recent.
1: So at the time, Jerry West was the general manager of the Memphis Grizzlies. Right. And the draft uh, lottery came down to the final two was uh, Memphis and Cleveland. And that was the last two envelopes left. And Jerry... There was something about a uh, lucky goat that they either brought with them to the draft or they had in their any, Anyway, Cleveland obviously got the number one pick. They got LeBron James. So in that draft, LeBron goes number one. Mello goes three. Bosch, four. Dwayne Wade, five. I mean, three of those are Hall of Famers. Yeah. Hard to and miss in that draft. Bosch turned out pretty good. Memphis actually traded away the second pick to the Detroit Pistons. So, one, Memphis could have stayed and drafted either Carmelo Anthony or Dwayne Wade. (laughs) They traded it to Detroit, and then Detroit drafts Darko Milicic. Right, yep. And Jerry West was talking about, like, the difference between... You know, there was a half second there. They, it, Memphis ended up trading down. They got Marcus Banks at 13. So they were one pick away from getting LeBron James. They end up with Marcus Banks. Could have had Carmelo or Dwayne Wade. Just botched it. Now, you know who else was in that draft? Two time All Star David, David West. West. Yeah. Drafted <laughs> in the first round by the New Orleans Hornets.
2: I was upset last night at something I saw. About the NBA, I I hate the jumping around of guys, and it was a list of about Mm -hmm. 15 players and the gambling odds of where they were going to end up. And I'm not talking just run-of-the-mill guys or guys that you would fill out a roster with these were elite stars and it had like gambling odds for all of them changing teams it had Mm -hmm. the odds for Trey Young to end up in LA as a Laker LeBron was the favorite to end up as a Maverick Kyrie was a favorite to end up somewhere outside of Dallas which didn't make sense because I thought that's why he was coming to Dallas I mean it was player after player after player and they had gambling odds of they don't think they'll be with their current teams and I'm like I just don't like that. Like, it's one thing if one guy heads somewhere, maybe two, but there was a list of 15, 20 that it's speculated that these guys might end up somewhere else. Obviously, we've already had uh, Bill end up in Phoenix, and it was a ridiculous list and odds of where these guys are going. So, I hate that.
1: I do, too. I hate it, too. It was, uh...
2: That's uh, old man in me coming out screaming. No,
1: I'm with you, man, but, like... That was, that I think definitely draws a fan base closer to a team. When they have a Joey Votto. Right. When they have a Dirk Nowitzki. Reggie Miller for me. Um It's just so rare in this day and age that a guy sticks with a team for the entirety of his career and God bless them, you can make money other places, and they want to win championships, and so they joined together with these super teams and all that kind of stuff. And if I was in that position, maybe I'd do the same thing. But I'm not. I'm in the fan-broadcaster position. And the world was a better place when when you knew guys were going to be with a franchise for their whole career probably, right? I mean, it was just better. Without a doubt, it It was was better. It was just better.
2: Yeah, uh, the the speculation that started yesterday as soon as – Uh, Draymond Green opted out of his player option was Draymond and LeBron are joining Luka and Kyrie in Dallas. And I said, I'm going to have to root against my own team. Draymond on the Mavs. That would be amazing. Draymond, (laughs) LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, and Luka. I don't know how they even think they're going to pull that off unless Draymond and um, LeBron are willing to just sign for nothing. But
1: I was like, come on that would be amazing theater to see just just Kyrie and Draymond on the same team would be unbelievable <laughs> but then you throw in the all-time leading scorer in NBA history obviously Bronny's going there too now and Luca's standing there like what just happened <laughs> The heavy-legged warrior, Luka Doncic, who's like, I thought this was my team. And then he never gets off the bench anymore because LeBron's mad at him. I uh, had the
2: graphic be. of them all in their Maverick jerseys. And I'm like, gosh, as a Maverick fan, I don't even like that. Where did they have Trey Young going? Uh, L.A. Lakers was his overwhelming uh, odds-on favorite. Wow. Him and someone else were going to end up at the Lakers, like two of them together. Um, there was also a trade rumor Get out there. Trey Young
1: and Austin Reeves together
2: out in L.A.? Uh, yes, yes.
1: Buddy, can we get Buddy on that team no, too? No,
2: Buddy's involved in a rumor that is a three team deal between your Pacers, the Raptors, and the Mavericks that Buddy ends up in Dallas. Yes! So, and I would love that. that. No, I work. would love that, yeah. As but, the
1: seventh option on that team you just like laid <laughs>
2: Well, if all that other stuff plays out, then yes, he would be a sixth. Somebody's got to make shots. Yeah, he'd be on a sixth man off that bench, so. Um, I don't remember who else was all involved in that, but it had We could find a buddy, buddy in Oklahoma
1: City, man. Ali. Ah, uh, I like him in Indiana if he's not going to be here. Let's just keep him there. All right, so draft coming up on uh, Thursday night. This is an interesting one. Wimbledon is going to San Antonio, but after that it's going to be uh, fascinating to see if OKC moves up. Chris Point joins us next for the crossover to wrap up a
3: Tuesday. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank, brought to you by OrthoStat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with the crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Two guys, fans of first-place teams,
0: and a fan of a third-place team (laughs) getting together now on the crossover. We welcome in now Chris Plank. Hi, Plank. I was thinking of you last night. I was working with Mike Farron. And we were watching Reds highlights together, Uh and I was telling – because you guys know each – you met last year, right, at the World Series? Okay. Yeah. And he was telling me – because I'm one of those that watches what the Reds are doing, and I'm like, I'm going to come back down to earth in a little bit here, right? Right? No, it's happening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Farron's like, he goes, I don't know, man. He goes, you look at the energy that – and by the way, I'm glad that your boy debuted against the Dodgers now, and it's just been incredible ever since. (laughs) but. He, and also with Votto coming back last night, he goes, I think they might be a problem. I think they're going to win that division. I was like, ooh.
1: Well, they might. The division's not very good. H- here's the issue. Uh, the lineup's legit. The energy's great. The kids are great. Votto, they got a good mix there. They're, you know, a mm-hmm. veteran and a bunch of really talented young guys. Uh, I don't know if their pitching's good enough. Like, yeah. they got, like, Hunter Green which went on the DL for a little bit. He'll be back. But they they got some guys that are kind of, pitching over their heads that have never been this good in their career that are having career years and a bunch of youngsters so I just don't know if that'll hold up but they it's shocking that they're not <laughs> like the worst team in Major League yeah, base. I'm so happy for you because when the year started it, it, that's what everybody expected so it's it's great I
0: mean now, are you, you getting any, any more vacation stories <laughs> me today? I, I was just talking to Tyler about that during the break I, I have a question for you um, because, well, I, I thank you more than anything else. You talking about that Jerry West that well, not Jerry West documentary, but the, the draft. Yeah. I've seen that a thousand times. I've never heard it, nor could tell by following the closed captioning what the story was. And I patched it together by watching it and having never heard it. And yes, I know all I'm an old man. You can just go click on it, plank and watch the whole thing. But until you started filling in the gaps and I've uh-huh. seen that thing a thousand times. It nothing ever really connected about what was going on. I knew LeBron had, had been the great prize, but I didn't. I'd forgot about that being the Darko Milicic uh, draft. Yeah. Could you? Could you imagine <laughs> drafting Darko and having to live with that? And Dumars. By the way, the Pistons were still pretty good for the next few years, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They traded up for Darko, and
1: both Memphis and Detroit. Could have had Dwayne
0: Wade or Carmelo Anthony.
1: Right, right. And both passed. So,
0: hey, are you yeah. getting, uh, Jack? I heard you talking too about some of the Thunder rumblings. Are you getting excited about Thursday? Because, sure. Well, this is a weird draft. Thunder only have one first round pick. Now, mm-hmm. It's going to be weird yeah. because there's four in the next two drafts that they have. I think this is the last draft until 2029. No, no, no. Yeah, that might be right. Where they only have one first round pick. That
1: could change. True, and, true, uh But I, I do think, like I said last segment, the fact that they're being so quiet leads me to believe something's up. Like, always believe the opposite with Sam Presti. So there's not a lot of rumblings out there right mm-hmm. now, which means I think I think they're going to end up in the top ten somewhere. But I agree we with you, shall T-Row. See.
0: All right, bye. We shall see.
1: Have a great show today, Chris. Have a great day, t Plank Show coming up next. Stick around, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening today. We'll try it again tomorrow. Have a great Tuesday, everybody.